It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Welcome to another episode of the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. Thanks for being here, friends. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host. I'm also one of the CFPs on the program. And with me, as always, in the KFG studios, my business partners, but more importantly, fellow CFPs, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. And friends. And Mike, that... Uh, uh, less important. <laughs> that mentoring on the big radio voice is uh, really paying off. I'm, I'm proud of you there. So I, my question is, what are the biggest surprises you're likely to face in retirement? And we have helped uh, thousands of people retire over the years and, and help them to understand what to experience. We want to help you anticipate what to expect so that you can plan even better. And uh, we're leading off with that topic today on the Wise Money Show. That's right. If you have a question for the program, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help as well. If we can, reach out to us, 574-222-2000. That's call or text 574-222-2000. Online, wisemoneyshow.com. You can stay up to date on all Wise Money content and then yeah, find out more about us as well. And then all over social media, just search The Wise Money Show. Follow us there. All right, so I was on some social media recently, YouTube, just uh, goofing around. It's probably 2 a.m., something like that. That's usually when I'm strolling. You probably are, too, if you're watching right now. Um, and I saw this couple that was, I think the headline of the video was uh, what we experienced our first year in retirement, something like that. And I thought, wow, that's fascinating. This couple retired and they're sort of doing this, this vlog or chronicling their experience in retirement. Now, here's the question. Did I watch the video? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. It was 2 a.m. or something. I don't know. But it was, that was interesting. And I thought, well, gosh, we should talk about that on the program. I mean, they, they're seeing it from their own eyes and that's valuable. We have seen it. Our collective right here on the radio show uh, we've got 60 years of experience or more. And that's well, just Kevin. We're pushing 70, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> we're not young anymore. And so, yes, Kevin, I heard, I heard you hesitate <laughs> when you say thousands of families. It's maybe 5,000 families. Lots of families. We've helped them and watched them retire. And so from that experience, how can we help you know what surprises to expect? And maybe avoid some of the unwanted surprises or just know ahead of time, plan ahead. So... I've got a list we're going to start with of surprises. What are you going to say, Josh? No, I, I'm excited about this show. I, I think this is a topic that is overdue. This is actually one of my favorite questions to ask new retirees. And I, I actually got to ask this question earlier this week. I sort of died. I didn't even know that we were going to be talking oh, really? about this today. But uh, so I did. They, they told me, I, I asked them, uh, okay, first full year of retirement is under your belt. They had just moved to Florida, relocated to the sunshine and everything. And uh, their comment was, well, it, it seems like calories still count in retirement. <laughs> that was their first comment. And then their fear, this was a tax meeting. So they're like, I'm afraid that taxes still count too. Okay, so, so that's a good segue. And yeah, calories still count. So that's not one of the surprises. But sure. the first surprise that I've seen, that we've seen, is how important tax planning is in retirement. It is yeah. absolutely crucial. So guys, why, why is that the... A, a, a common surprise in retirement. Well, I, I'd like to answer your question, but I'd like to ramble for just a little bit first. <laughs> I I always th I had some preconceived notions about retirement when I started my career at 25, and um, 
not really knowing anything. And as you as you get into it, you learn. But you would think, well, tax planning is super important while you're working, and then you retire and you just hit the cruise control button and set it and forget it. Easy peasy. Exactly. And it's just not that way. It's actually the inverse of that. It's it seems to me, my experience has been, it's much easier to plan for taxes and do tax planning while you're working. Mm-hmm. And then when you retire, it's much more complicated. And because there are much more, there are many more options. And you kind of have to figure out what is your theology of paying taxes? Because some people say, hey, I'm going to pay as much tax as I can in the lowest possible bracket and pay it now. And some people pay, I'm just going to get the smallest tax. The, the win for me is the smallest possible tax bill. And so the, the irony in that is the smallest possible tax bill can, in the end, be the largest possible tax bill because it's over your lifetime it's possible that's right it's possible that you find yourself in a very low tax situation early on in retirement depending on how your assets are structured and we'll talk about that in a moment but then you've got this huge tax liability brewing with required minimum distributions that it's not like well one i'll have to do that a year you know, mm-hmm. or how to do that for a couple of years. No, you're going to have to do that for the rest of your life then. Yep. So you could enjoy a couple of years of pretty low taxes, but then permanently face higher taxes. Um, go ahead. Well, I want to go back to the comment that Kevin made about needing to figure out what is your philosophy on paying taxes, especially in retirement. And it's important to not only understand what your philosophy is, but the advisors that are helping guide you as well. I was talking to a brand new uh, client this past week who uh, part of the reason they were were looking for a new financial advisor is because they had started a relationship with an investment guy Mm -hmm. at a bank Mm -hmm. and they were pushing for, uh, and and we understand this, this approach, but uh, they were pushing for every year trying to go harvest as many losses as possible in the portfolio. And his attitude, the client's attitude was, why well, I don't really want to be harvesting tons of losses. I'm actually trying to increase my income to get to a certain threshold to, as you said, mm-hmm. pay as much tax as I can in the lowest possible bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so it's almost like the philosophies of the advisor and the client were not in alignment. They weren't trying to achieve the same thing. And uh, they realized that, and then they started looking for a new advisor. What's our philosophy? So, so, so what's ours? I'm, I mean, you should be paying the most tax at the lowest brackets and with the goal of paying the lowest tax over your lifetime, possibly multiple lifetimes, even if that means voluntarily paying a little bit more tax today because you're in a low tax bracket and you should do some Roth conversions or, or capital gain harvesting, something like that. You've got to take a multi-year and in, in some cases, multi-generational approach yeah. to this. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah, because the game is I have a dollar in my retirement account and it's, it's going to be rendered something less than a dollar after the tax man comes. Right. And I mean, to me, the one of the greatest examples of this is you have older clients in Michigan and they will they will come and, and uh, they'll say, hey, you know, I, I don't pay any taxes. This is great. And but I've got this retirement account. And I'm like, well, look, here's the deal. You're you can pay a little bit of federal taxes and no state taxes on this retirement plan. Thanks, Governor Snyder. Um because you are old enough, yeah. Uh, the the younger folks aren't going to get that benefit. Right. But here's the thing: if those people 
die with that money in their retirement account, their kids are going to pay federal have to. and state taxes. Within the Michigan state laws and other states have some, some of these sorts of features, not all of them. Uh, I, I think it's the birth year uh, 1952 or 1950. I think 1952 and below, you're not paying uh, tax, state tax mm-hmm. on withdrawals up to a certain amount from retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. But but here's the big idea. We hit it earlier. Why is why is tax planning so important in retirement, and and why is that a surprise? Number one, uh, when you're working, when you have income, likely you think, oh, you know, I've got all this income, and I'm, you know, got to be aware of taxes. No, typically you're staying at the same job, you're making close to the same amount, and so there's not a lot of moving pieces. But in retirement, there's a lot of choice. The choice of, well, do I buy a new car this year and withdraw all, uh, all that money or not? Do I withdraw from my IRA? Do I withdraw from my Roth IRA? Do I withdraw from cash? Do I do a Roth conversion? Do we, you know, do we take this big trip and pull extra money out of the account or not? I mean, how will my tax situation, my income influence my health insurance premiums, my Medicare? There's all sorts of choice and and complication. And that's why you need to be working with a certified financial planner, doing tax planning and looking out multiple years. We're going to pick back up the idea of taxes being a surprise in retirement, but what are the other surprises in retirement you need to be aware of? We've got that more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. What are the biggest surprises that you're likely to face in retirement? How can you be aware of them, even plan ahead for them in advance? That's what we're helping you with Right now, this is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name's Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Every episode of the Wise Money Show is on podcast wherever you listen. Go check it out. The weather's getting nicer. Throw those you know, headphones in and go out for a walk or something like that. Listen to the Wise Money Show wherever you listen. Uh, subscribe to the Wise Money Show and rate the program there as well. We appreciate that. Talking about equipping you and, and helping you be aware, anticipate, the most common surprises that people face in retirement. The first one is how important tax planning is. You think it's on autopilot because oh, I'm just going to draw Social Security and take a little money out of my investments. No, you've got lots of choice. Okay. Truth is, it's more on autopilot while you're working, it's more complicated. You've got more options for tax planning in retirement. Kevin, give us some context here before we begin to get into the next surprise. Yeah, so this is a show about financial planning. And if you said, you know, as we often ask folks, hey, who helps you with your tax planning? Most people do not get any help with their tax planning. They get tax preparation, but not tax planning. So you say, well, can we just do tax planning? You can't do tax planning in a vacuum because if you're trying to maximize um, your tax situation, which means paying the most you can in taxes in the lowest possible bracket. One of the factors that goes into that is what kind of income do I need and from which buckets do I take it from? Do I take it from my tax-free? Do I take it from my taxable? Do I I, um, incur capital gains in order to get income? So this, that really, to start out with, I need to know what my budget looks like. So I'm I'm talking present financial position. That's my first area. The next area is protection planning. You say, well, what does protection planning have to do with any of this? 
Well, if you're before 65, you're going to need some type of health insurance. And if you're not, no longer working, you've got a couple choices. One is COBRA, where you're paying the employer's rate for the health insurance that you had while you were working. You can do that for 18 months. Another option is you can go to the exchange and get an Affordable Care Act or an Obamacare plan. And if you do that, you your income matters. Your income influences mm-hmm. how much you pay and whether you get a discount or whether you're paying the full freight. Big time. So that's where I need to manage how much do I need to have an income and from what buckets does it come? So that's protection planning, second area. Tax planning is the third area. No, no, no. But it, wait, you missed the big one. What's that? Uh, the smack of Irma. Yeah. So from 65 on... I have to manage my income below certain thresholds because if it goes above those, I'll pay extra for my Medicare Part B. Andy, oh yeah. Say again. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so then, so my, so then I have tax planning, which we're, we're already talking about, but investment planning, which you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. it, which ties into retirement planning, and then I would say also estate planning because there is the question: What's the least amount of tax I can pay over my lifetime? Or and or over my beneficiary's lifetime. So those are the six areas that that need to be factored in. And, and I'm glad that you paused to talk about Irma there because uh, this is one of the reasons why taxes or tax complexity is a surprise to people in retirement. There are some folks that don't realize that there are thresholds that you don't want to cross with your income. Right. And uh, you do, most people have some control over where you peg your income from year to year, at least on the tax return. And uh, I, I've seen, you know, unfortunately, some situations where uh, it, it's often a second marriage where they're filing separate tax returns and they don't realize that one of the spouse's income is creeping over one of these thresholds. Ah. And all of a sudden, they are getting clobbered yeah. with Medicare Part B. And, mm-hmm. and this is not a, a small amount. I mean, this can be thousands of dollars in a year difference to mm-hmm. get the same Part B coverage. Yep. You're not getting better health care. Nope. You're just paying more for it. So Irma is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Irma is basically a, a means testing in a way uh, for, for Medicare Part B premiums. So you got to watch this and it's all based on your tax return and you won't find out that you messed up often until two years later when um, the, those new Part B rates are being applied to you. Because the prior prior year makes a ton of sense when you're figuring <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> right. and, and this is another reason why you want to work with, with your certified financial planner because we've had a number of folks that got the, the the SmackDown from Irma, which is a income some in, income related uh, monthly, monthly adjustment, adjustment amount. amount. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. And so <laughs> with with that, they were surprised that hey, yeah. this happened. But there is an appeals process and we've had some folks successfully appeal. Now we've had some folks unsuccessfully appeal. Mm-hmm. But I would say give it a shot. Yeah. And so Kevin's laying out and we've laid out the case that supports why every show we tell you that you've got to be working with a certified financial planner, CFP, that is doing comprehensive financial planning. Just working with an investment advisor is enough, even if that investment advisor has a CFP. If they're not going to look at all six areas of your financial life, they're not going to be able to help you understand of the choices you have, which are the great choices, okay? Because that can only come when you're looking at all six areas. Let's go into that that next big surprise that people face in retirement in and it's 
realizing that their investment allocation needs to change or realizing the adjustments they need to make in their investments because they're now retired. Now, I'll give you a quick mm -hmm. example. And, and that is uh, my, my father is an experienced investor and went through all the ups and downs and everything while he was working, grew up poor and first person in his family to really start saving and investing, all that sort of stuff. So it's seen all sorts of markets, bear markets, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Gets into retirement. First bear market he sees panics. Mm -hmm. Yep. Panics because mm -hmm. now I can't afford a loss like this. I can't. Mm -hmm. We're living off of this money, Mike. We can't afford to see the accounts go down this much. Right. Yeah. It's a different perspective when you're in retirement. For sure. And it is always that first bear market or that first market shakeup that that does really test people's mettle, doesn't it? Yep. And you maybe felt like you were an aggressive, very growth oriented investor as you were accumulating money during your working career. In fact, for three or four decades, you were in accumulation mode and the, the ups and the downs of the market, they didn't mean as much to you. It didn't register emotionally like it maybe would in retirement. In fact, it actually benefited you during your working career. Those ups and those, those downs, they created buying opportunities for you, and it helped fuel some of your growth. But when you get to retirement and you're no longer contributing new money to take advantage of the dips, now all of a sudden, you know, a bear market, a, a decline in the market of even 10%, yeah. feels like it's damaging to you. Yeah. And uh, I've even observed that, yes, that first bear market and that panic that your dad uh, apparently felt, uh, it, it gets better with time because you're going to live through more of these bear markets. And, you know, with, with clients that we've been helping for a lot of years in retirement, they've lived through multiple um, market cycles. They, they don't register quite the same amount of emotion deeper into retirement, thankfully, as you get used to it and as you know you have a game plan. But as you said, your game plan has to be different when you're in retirement compared to the accumulation phase. The bigger risk, while a lot of folks have that experience like my father did, again, that's just one example, it's common. It's very common. Brace yourself for that, okay, that you're going to look at bear markets even differently in retirement, especially that first one. Um, but the mistake then that people make is, well, then I once once I get to retirement, I can't stomach that risk anymore. And therefore, I've got to go no risk. And that is an enormous mistake because your retirement hopefully is going to last a couple of decades, meaning by the time you start drawing some of this money out, you're not drawing all of it out. A chunk of it is still long-term money. And so while those vo that volatility, those ups and downs, Josh, were a benefit when you were contributing because you were buying more shares when prices were low, if you do the opposite, if you're selling investments, especially growth investments, every single month so that you can get your income, that's an enormous mistake because you're doing the exact opposite. You're selling more shares when prices go down. Got a, a little bit more to hit on this investment allocation surprise and then other retirement surprises that you're likely to face. We're helping you with that and more. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. What are the big surprises you're going to face in retirement? How can you plan ahead or at least be aware of them? That's what we're helping you with right now. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name is Mike Bernard with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Stay up to date on all Wise Money content. Find us online, wisemoneyshow.com, and then all over social media, wherever you're at, we are there as well. All right, we're hitting the big 
surprises you're likely to face in retirement? What are those biggest surprises so you can plan ahead or at least anticipate them and, and hopefully avoid some mistakes connected to them? First one is how important tax planning is in retirement. The second one is how your investment allocation will likely need to change. Just a final comment on that before we go to the next one. The, the, the approach that you take climbing the mountain climbing the mountain and, and saving and accumulating for investments, you've got to take a different approach on the way down. So here's what I mean. You still will have dollars that should be structured for the long term. You're not going to touch them for 10 years or more. But the dollars that you're going to be touching tomorrow or next month or next week, you've got to have in low risk so that as you're pulling dollars out to supplement your Social Security and pension, whatever, you're pulling those dollars out of low risk investments as opposed, as opposed to having to sell higher risk investments, okay? This approach we call personal pension plan. Other people call it buckets of money. Um, that's the approach that you should take. The approach that you should not take is a target date fund yeah, or a balanced fund where you're just selling a little bit of everything every single month so that you can spend your dollars. It's you're on autopilot, essentially, exactly. right? It's not paying attention to the context or what's going on in the market. It may be a terrible time to be selling out of some bond investments or out of some stock investments, and yet there's just a pre-scheduled plan with some of those things. You may be selling at depressed prices and not even realize it's happening. I mean, in retirement, you might say, well, I rode that target date fund all the way through my 401k. They said that it was going to adjust. Yeah, by the time you retire, you'll still still have about 40 or 50% in the stock market. You might need more in the stock market, by the way, mm -hmm. but you're having to sell 40 or 50% of stock market dollars every single month in order for you to get your income. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's, it's one of the reasons why the most important uh, role in retirement that your advisor is going to play as it relates to your investments is helping you to kind of forecast what your needs are and finding the right timing to exit out of certain investments and raise cash so that you have the right amount of money in safekeeping when the needs arise and you're not going to that well at a time when uh, maybe things are are down. So I, I would encourage you, if you're not you know, having regular meetings with your financial advisor in retirement and talking about how is cash flow feeling? What are the big ticket items that you hope to be purchasing or the, the big experiences or expenditures that you hope on the horizon? They need to be helping you plan ahead possibly years in advance for these types of things so that you don't back yourself into a corner and have to sell something at a low price or you have to pull more money out of a taxable investment in one year and trigger a bunch of adverse tax effects, yeah. right? Yeah. So the planning ahead and and uh, just the, the steady rhythm of, of um, taking the right withdrawals at the right time, that is the role that they could be playing in retirement for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a great segue. The third surprise, we're going to hit it more like an honorable mention. Don't want to spend too much time on it. But that is how your spending habits change. Kevin is, uh, has a saying that when you retire, it's six Saturdays and a Sunday. That's what, it, that's what it's like. Well, I don't know about you while you're working. I spend more money on Saturdays than I do on Tuesdays. <laughs> Why? Because Tuesday I'm at work all day and I'm hustling. And, and, and so when I get done from work, I'm rushing out to baseball games or whatever. On Saturdays, I'm looking for entertainment. We're going shopping or we're going to a movie or we're doing something. And when you've got more choice... Uh, with how you spend your time, you're likely to spend more dollars. So that's one, why your spending habits change in retirement. And two, Josh, you already sort of hit it with in the investment context, which again is another reason why you need a comprehensive approach to your finances is when you've got big ticket items, buying a vehicle, 
doing a house change, doing a house improvement, doing a big vacation, I, the, there's you can't just fund that from a bonus anymore or something like that. You've, you're, you've got to look at, well, which dollars, which accounts am I going to pull that money out of? Um, which investments will I pull that money from? What tax consequence will there be? All of these sorts of things need to get factored in. And, and that influences your retirement spending. Um, but the but the big difference is in retirement, and I, I'm I'm fond of saying this. It's it's not perfectly true, but it, it illustrates the idea is that when you're working, you have money and no time, and when you're retired, you have time and no money. Now, neither one of those are true, but that's the idea. And so, Mike, what you're talking about is planning, and you and you actually have time in retirement to think and consider and measure twice or three times or four times to say, hey, what are the expenses that I'm going to have? And it's kind of fun watching people retire because I tell them, look, the first 18 months are going to be different than the rest of your retirement. Oh, totally. So there's all kinds of different changes and adjustments and things. And then people start saying, okay, well, um, and it's fun to watch the, the, the wives who have wanted the bathroom to be remodeled for the last 25 years. And she finally convinces her husband to, you know, do the $30,000 bathroom remodel and um, it kills him, but he's so happy when it's done. Right. And you just watch this process and you're like, yeah. And they fix the bathroom, then they fix the kitchen and then they have new washer and dryer and that- new vehicles. And it is like, they, they get everything kind of ready to kind of finish the the last leg of the journey. And you know what? I'd point that out as sometimes a potential mistake. If while you're working, you're pinching pennies and all this stuff, and you're just creating this huge to-do list, and then all of a sudden you retire and you transition into this, okay, I don't have a paycheck coming in anymore, but my CFP has run the miles and they've said I, I can get enough money, blah, blah, blah. But wait a second. Now we've got $80,000 of projects, of pent-up projects that we never did, and you're going to feel a little nervous about that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good lesson to maybe consider doing some of that stuff along the way. Those are the, we talked earlier in one of the segments about Irma and how if you take your income too high, you can trigger uh, higher expenses for Medicare Part B premiums and everything. It's often these types of projects that will trigger someone to suddenly have a really high income year and they don't realize that they're causing expenses two years down the road in their in their health insurance. So yes, even big ticket items, whether it's a home remodel or a car replacement or a big huge trip you've always wanted to take, those types of things, those have to be worked into your retirement plan. Yeah, It has to be part of your investment game plan to, to harvest money at the right time for those things. Interwoven into all of these surprises we've talked about and the other ones that we'll add on here in a minute is the fourth surprise, and that is just the emotional challenges that you're going to face in retirement. And it could be it could be, oh, I'm stepped away from that paycheck and now I'm just drawing out of the money that I had saved up and that makes me nervous. It could be one spouse was already home and now the other spouse is crowding my space. Do I, are we compatible still? Or, or, or I don't know how I can spend so much time with this person, right? There's, there's those sorts of emotions. Um, the emotions of, I felt a sense of accomplishment while I was at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting stuff done. I'm being productive and I'm valued. And now I've stepped away from that. Mm-hmm. Lots of emotions coming yeah, to play. It, it's a major life stressor for people to go into retirement. And you might say, well, how in the world can that be stressful? <laughs> Shouldn't that be like stress coming off your shoulders? This is a, a brand new life that you're walking into. 
no, you, you are leaving behind some good things with that job. Yeah. Maybe it is just the social aspect or the fulfilling work that you are doing and everything. And yeah, it was stressful and, and maybe even having some health effects for you, but there was good that came from it too. And it, it is one of the reasons why a lot of people, they genuinely go through a phase of depression mm-hmm. yeah. or, or maybe anxiety, stress, even though they're stepping towards something that they've been building for for a long time and finally have hold of it. I would say probably 50% of folks have some negative emotions after they retire. They think it's just going to be blissful, but they're surprised that, oh, gosh, I missed something or I didn't expect this. Emotionally, there's mm-hmm. there's some struggle. There's some struggle there. So uh, a couple more surprises we're going to help point out so that you are aware and can plan ahead for your retirement. So that and more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. With me in the KFT studios, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Every episode of the Wise Money Show and as well as a lot of other content is on the Wise Money YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search the Wise Money Show, subscribe to it, turn on notifications because we drop a lot of content there. Lots of great ideas to help you take your next wise step in your financial life. And then when you're there, uh, submit comments as well. We appreciate that. Give you know likes, thumbs up. We appreciate that as well. All right. So we're talking about what are the biggest surprises that you're going to face in retirement so that you're aware of them so they don't cut, catch you off guard or they don't, more importantly, create some mistakes, force you into some mistakes. And, you know, maybe you can plan ahead by by having this for knowledge, forethought as well. So we've hit the, the big four. Tax planning's going to be even more important in retirement. That's one. Your investment allocation, your investment decisions will need to adjust in retirement. And it, not just in the normal, well, I'll take less risk. No, your approach will need to change. Uh, your spending habits will change. It will look different. You need to be more planful of your spending. There you go, Kevin. Uh. And, then, <laughs> and then you're going to face a lot of emotions. And honestly, guys, I would have started with that one. I would have. The planful approach? No. (laughs) The emotions in retirement. I think that is the biggest surprise, but, you know, I'm a financial geek, so I want to talk about the numbers first. What other surprises? What are the other big retirement surprises that we haven't talked about yet? It's different for every client. So it's tricky because you're like, well, this, if I was going to create the composite retiree, this is kind of what what it would look like. And so the composite retiree typically um, is surprised by how complicated medical insurance is after they retire because they're used to doing it a certain way for 40 years. And then now I'm either on the exchange or I'm on Medicare and it's it's just different. And our your your cognitive ability, and I can say this uh, as as the old guy in the room, your cognitive ability just declines gradually over time. And so you most people, once they turn 65, aren't super pumped about, hey, change how everything works. <laughs> right. And, right. And that's really with, with your medical situation, that's what happens. And it's also coming at a time where y- you might need to visit the doctor more. And sure. so you're going to use, potentially use the insurance more, and guess what? It's not going to look and feel anything like what you've had your entire life. Yeah. So you, I mean, it, that's crazy. It, and it that has changed because it used to be when I started in the business 28 years ago, 
the idea was, hey, listen, you're going to have to work until you are 63 and a half. You can go on COBRA for 18 months and then get on Medicare because no one's going to insure you. Well, it's different now. You can get insurance. And so this is this is where your ins- your protection planning piece of the six areas of financial planning becomes much more important because protection planning impacts your present financial position and how much you're spending um, either on insurance premiums or actually doctor bills. It Im- impacts your tax planning. It Im- impacts your investment planning. All of these areas get impacted by your health insurance. You're like, no, how can that be? Yeah, it is that way. And another surprise, um, and I'm, I'm going before Joshua so he doesn't <laughs> take mine, but I think people are surprised at how busy they are in retirement. Because, Mike, you uh, said, well, can yeah. we get along because we're going to be spending all this time together. People actually have a lot of fun, and they are surprised at how much they enjoy being together and like, oh, that's right. That's This is why we got married a long time ago. Yeah. So It's it, fun to, to find those spouses that – they discover a new hobby that they enjoy together. Yes. You know, maybe neither of them were ever golfers, and now all of a sudden they start golfing together with other couples, and it's a thing they enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Uh, retirement can make that possible. Yeah. So, but, so most people are surprised at how busy they are, and almost to a client, there's, there is a life event that happens shortly after they retire that they can attend to, that they would not have been able to attend to had they been working. And it, it, it's- All right, it, you're creeping into my notes here now. I know, well, dude, <laughs> but I mean, this this is what we see over and over yeah. and over again. And I don't fully understand it, but it's typically, it, it is typically related to family, typically related to health, yep. whether it's their own health, their spouse's health, their folks, their children, something. And they are able to step up in a way that they could never do while they're working. Yes. And there is, there is, there, it's, it's very, it's very soulful. It's very satisfying for them to be able to play a role that they, they've had to watch others play mm-hmm. up to this point. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, throughout your working career, you're working with your certified financial planner, you're, you have this vision for what you want retirement to look like, you're preparing for it, accumulating all the sacrifice that goes into it, and then you get to retirement and it looks different than what you thought. And mm-hmm. it could be the health of a, uh, an elderly parent. Mm-hmm. Or it could be your spouse who has an injury and it takes a long time to recover from, whatever that is. So I think it's important that you go into retirement and you hold it with an open hand and that you remain flexible and pliable. Um, recognize that when, when you think of retirement, you think of it as this long just era or a stage in life, but it's really a whole bunch of different stages along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be some years where your health is great, both of you, and you can go travel and do projects and, and things like that. There may be uh, some years, as Kevin, you were saying, hey, you're, you're staying close to home because you have a, a parent or some other dependent that's coming to live with you for a while. That stage isn't going to last forever, and you're going to miss it when it's gone. Can I interrupt for one second? Please. Um, so here, it, I, I, I want to be careful about how we talk, because we never want to come across as condescending or uh, demeaning or anything like this. But I've had folks that have stayed close to home for a senior dog. I don't know what, what you would call it, but an aging dog. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we, we can't go 
because we can't leave our dog and our dog. Um, I, I was talking with some folks and they said, hey, we left our dog at the kennel one time and all his hair fell out. And so we're not going to leave our dog at the kennel. <laughs> so, I mean, you you would be surprised what it is that keeps you off the road. Yeah. Um, and but I mean, that's it's real. So I'm not I'm not cracking on anyone. Um, if they're saying, hey, I can't go because I got to take care of my pet like that. That is a real thing. And I've seen people. Yeah. In and situation. it is a surprise to people because mm-hmm. that was never a discussion. Right. When they were planning for retirement no, no. and accumulating mm-hmm. and stuff, I, mm-hmm. I need to set aside money for a pet or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the point is you don't have to get it all done in one in one year for those positive fun things. But also recognize there may there may be some interruptions to your life on the go. There, there may be the, the pause button that you have to hit at times. And if you can choose to find the joy in each of those stages mm-hmm. or each of those years, those are, th- those are the clients that I observe who have the most fulfilling retirement because they're kind of going with the flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are taking an optimistic view on the world and on, on their situation. Like you said earlier, Kevin, one, uh, one person might look at the caring for a, a family member and all of the, the constraints it puts on their schedule and feel like they're missing out. Others mm-hmm. might feel like, wow, thank goodness I'm not working because I can be the help that this person needs. And it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I would add to that, while well, you guys are thinking of it, any, any other surprises to prepare folks for, I would add to that, sometimes caring for needing the flexibility in your life to to attend to a family matter or care for a family member, that might be the reason retirement is accelerated a year or two. Yep. And I would just point that out as we're talking about retirement surprises to point that out as a retirement planning surprise as well. You might need to retire a year or two sooner than you expected, and that might require some other trade-offs. So make sure that you're doing what's necessary to prepare, stay on track, know whether you're on track, stay on track, or even get ahead because you don't know. was having this very conversation with someone earlier this week where she said, yeah, you know, mom's health is, is failing. And I'm, I'm hoping to retire in two years, but I might need to retire sooner than that and go help her. Mm-hmm. And I was thankfully in a position to say, well, we're doing comprehensive financial planning, so I can tell you exactly where you stand and you, you were able to adjust if you need to. Right. But, but planning for retirement and when you're two years out, um, because Josh would point to statistics and say, hey, statistically, you're going to retire sooner than you thought. Yep. But it's plan for retirement is kind of like statistics class was in college. Like you can't get to the end of the semester and cram. Like if you get to the, un- the end of the semester and you're unprepared for your statistics final exam, it it will be yeah, a nightmare. Yeah, reflected in your grade. I, that's what I've been told. Anyways. <laughs> All right. What other what other surprises do people face in retirement? Uh, I'm I'm thinking of one. Um, the house change, the downsize, typically isn't a down uh, a reduction in cost. Yeah. And there's some folks that are banking and planning their retirement finances on well, we'll be able to sell the house for you know three hundred thousand and buy the buy the next house for one fifty. No, you're not. I, I mean, I, I can't. I, I wouldn't have said that so confidently a year ago, but I'm going to say that very confidently now. 
those smaller houses, ranch houses, less maintenance, bedroom all on one level that are desirable in retirement, they're going at a premium. And by the way, they always were. And so it just, I would say be aware of that as you plan ahead. I don't, I don't see many that are downsizing to a smaller price. Yep. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, I'll call this one more of a public service announcement than anything, but uh, a lot of uh, retirees have to make an adjustment in how they pay their taxes and they start making quarterly estimates. And, and that is a learned skill. You need to have a system in place in order to get that one right, because it turns out uh, the government doesn't spread those payments out or doesn't want you to spread them out evenly throughout the uh, the year. You go from April 15th to June 15th, and it seems like every year there's someone who misses that memo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, again, it's it's kind of a silly one, but not realizing that you play a more active role in the payment of your taxes, the planning of your taxes. We had an entire segment or two earlier in the show about that. But uh, don't don't be caught off guard on even just the mechanics of your tax picture. Absolutely. Yeah, and I would encourage you if you don't like paying estimates, because for most folks, the last thing they want to think about is, did I pay my estimates? Right. And if you've ever been in that program, I, I have I've put the 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 right check in the wrong envelope. I've done. I mean, I it, it's so simple and so easily screwed up. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I what we try to encourage folks to do is to figure out a way to pay your taxes at the end of the year out of your retirement plans. Now that's going to take some planning, yeah. but it can work. All right. Uh, another one, uh, Social Security could be taxable, and the amount that it is taxable varies. So be planful. The whole idea, take a comprehensive approach to your financial life. That's all the time we have. I'm going to have a Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, and all of us at KFG. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. I don't know why that just stands out. I cannot I take it. I have such an emotional you response. You so offended. <laughs> Sorry. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.